Welcome to this edition of Brave Hearts, where we hope to increase your awareness and understanding of what homelessness looks like and some of the many organizations working on solutions to improve the homeless crisis. We are your hosts, William Wallace and Betty Louise, and these are the Brave Hearts. This is part two with Connecting Points, Ulysses Palencia and Lindsay Gordon. These services are out there. How, how many people in the county do you think know about 211? Not I mean, enough. I, yeah, not enough. Not enough. That's one of the reasons I'm so happy that we set this up. So I'm curious, Ulysses, about, so you're the call center manager. So tell me what that, it, like, do you answer the phone? Do you manage the people that answer the phone? Tell me a little bit about your job. So both, um, really depending. So if the call volume um, is increasingly high to make sure that we keep the wait times down, then I can absolutely jump in and answer calls. And then as well as, you know, the call agents that are already answering calls, just making sure that any questions that they may have or any decisions that may need to be made based on situations, that those are answered, as well as just ensuring that all the procedures are being done correctly at any given time, I would say would be the main functions of that position. Along with anything else that Yeah, I was going to piggyback on that, that, you know, we have a really high standard of quality that we like to provide in our service. And so one of those expectations is that we answer phone calls in a minute or less. And so part of what Ulysses does is really manages the wait time and makes sure that if wait times are going any longer than a minute that we're getting extra backup help on, he's hopping on and answering calls. So maintaining that service level and making sure people's calls get answered as quickly as possible. Yeah, wow, that's, that's terrific. What does somebody receive when they make that call to 211? Yes, all of our call agents are really well-trained and active listening, and someone can expect to be asked some really specific questions to see what types of resources they may be eligible for. I kind of call it peeling the onion, unfolding the different layers of the individual situation and what needs they might have. And someone may call for one thing, and a call agent may uncover additional needs. Maybe in addition to experiencing homelessness, they might need food or clothing. And so really, we like to make sure that we address all of their needs and and supply resources to meet all of those needs mm. and if, if I could add to that um, what I would say like specifically if someone called what they can expect or what can they receive is, is based on what they're looking for right so if they want shelter we'll address the shelter and, and make sure that they're eligible to be referred to the shelter but along with that like if one of the things they mentioned would be we ask for a callback number if they don't have one then we can talk about free phone services access to food um, calfresh so just trying to identify other needs that they may have so really based on what they're looking for and anything that we can hear or identify that may be something that they need. And so are they behavioral health people that answer the phones or do you train them here? We do tons of training in-house, but also trainings provided by the community. We're trained in safe talk, so suicide prevention. We have had trauma-informed care training, motivational interviewing, 
We have a training coming up specifically around domestic violence. We've done LGBTQ trainings, how to work with the LGBTQ community. We, we do a lot of in-house training, but also really looking for any training opportunities within the community so that we can serve people better and really just know how to handle every situation. I'm curious what you experience when you just listen. It really depends. I was doing a training earlier today with, with a new call agent that we had, and one of the calls that I played for her was someone that needed to do a coordinated entry intake. And based on that conversation, domestic violence within her own situation, so it really depends on what they're not saying directly. Um, and based on you know everything that's 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 kind of happening within the context of the call, so it's a little difficult for me to really like pinpoint things like that. But yeah, for me, it just kind of has to happen, and then little things just start going off in the head. Like, okay, this person's saying this, but that may mean this. It really is about active listening too. You know, we get such a variety of calls that um, we could get a call from someone curious why their trash wasn't picked up this morning and then the very next call could be a family who's got two young children and they're living in their car so um, the call agents are really experts at shifting gears very quickly thank you for joining us today our hope is this segment has opened your heart and mind be well and be kind this project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Please visit calhum.org.